Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Who Said That? I'm Mark Oliver, stand-up comedian, TV warm-up guy and genuinely part-time receptionist. Uh, This is the comedy panel show where four comedians dial in to ask questions, send answers and win points by guessing whose answer was whose. You'll pick it up. It's pretty simple. I promise. If you want to watch the episode and not just listen, then head to YouTube and search Who Said That? Finally, if you enjoyed the show, then please feel free to give us five stars and more importantly, hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Joining me on the show this week are Richard Osman, John Kearns, Christine Rose, and Jeremy Flynn. John, I've tried to make we've tried to make this format really quite simple. I'm gonna be honest. I watched one of them to, so I knew what I was getting into here. I think this is absolutely brilliant. Welcome to Who Said That? Five comedians armed with all we've got left at the moment. The knowledge of how far London is to Durham. The knowledge of how far Durham is to Barnard Castle. Oh, and the knowledge of each other's terrible, terrible brains. Dining in today are John Kearns. Hello. Jeremy Flynn. Hello. Christine Rose. Hello. And I've seen Alexander Armstrong deliver literally hundreds of these. I've never had the chance to write my own. So, Rich, I'm going for it. (laughs) If Toblerone was knowledge, he would be an entire duty-free section just next to the dime bars and Kinder Eggs. It is Richard Osman. Oh, thank you. You didn't say my pointless friend. That's the, uh, so we have to retake it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Next to the dime bars and Kinder Eggs, it's my pointless friend. It's Richard Osman. Very good. Really strong stuff. What would you prefer to be, a Toblerone, a dime bar, or a Kinder Egg? Respectfully, like they, they all meet the same fate in the end. I, I suspect it's a moot point. So probably the least popular, which would be the dime bar, because I'd, I'd stay alive a little bit longer. I'd, I'd like to be a Kinder Egg. Have a little, uh, have a little vibrating egg up my arse. <laughs> I don't think, uh, is, that what, is that what Kinder Eggs are? When you shake them, yeah. <laughs> Aren't they for, to get drugs into prison? Yeah, in the old in the Chatham pocket, right? Yeah. Jeremy. Yeah. Um, Toblerone, dime, or Kinder Egg? You have to be one of them for the rest of your life. Which one are you going for? Toblerone, hundred percent. Strength. The the triangle's the strongest. What's Kernsey up to? It's a symbol of strength. What did you want to be, sir, Jeremy? A dime bar. No, I'd say to- you wouldn't want to smuggle a Toblerone up your ass into prison. That'd be oh, that's true. <laughs> well, I'm just slightly. <laughs> so, someone, or- hang on. If, you, if you're going into prison, you get arrested. So, you just go, right, hang on, one minute before you arrest me. No, no, John, no, listen. No, no. Sorry, John. <laughs> listen, I think you're you in- misunderstand how and why people are smuggling stuff into prison. Yeah. You're not smuggling Toblerone <laughs> up your ass. When you go into prison, yeah, you don't do it on the day you go in. Pull anything out. <laughs> You're not like, oh, I'm doing a twenty stretch. I'm going to take a toe. 
This would last me. Four other people. Imagine you're in your prison cell, right, and a friend comes to visit, and your friend says, I've got a treat for you. And just, <laughs> pulls out paper, but it's a dark chocolate Toblerone. Yeah. And you're thinking, oh. Because uh, you would have eaten that otherwise. There's a very specific reason uh, why we don't stream these shows live. <laughs> yeah. And right. this is it. I, okay. saw, um, I spent enough time in TV studios uh, with both Christine and Richard to have Going, seen... When's this show going to start? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I've sat in enough galleries and edits where someone will say, Toby, run up your ass really early on, like in round one. And someone from the channel will go, we can't do any of the Toblerone up your ass thing. Firstly for taste, secondly because it's a commercial reference. And then on the set, they will literally do that as a running joke. Yeah, a bit of callback. And the audience will be cracking themselves up. But you, you know you've got to cut every single bit of it out. <laughs> every, everything Mark says is cut. I think we have to have a bit of respect here. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Everything. <laughs> um, I think. Every episode is like, again, fucking hell. <laughs> They only turn the camera on when you stop talking. <laughs> they literally only turn the camera on. That is, you know what? That is the cue in the gallery. The second Mark stops talking, you go, oh, this will be worth filming. Let's do this. This will be worth now. This will be good. We are going to start. The game is incredibly straightforward. Each contestant will take it in turn to ask a question. The answers will then be texted directly to me and only me. I will read them out and the questioner will receive points for every answer they pair with an answerer. Um, if you get all three right in your round, you can give a bonus point to a friend, a colleague, or a peer. Um, if you don't, I get to give bonus points uh, to whoever I choose to give them to. If I'm honest, it's probably going to be Jeremy Flynn. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair, enough. Fair enough. Are you happy with the pity points, Flynnie? I'll take anything. I've got no pride. Zero. <laughs> You're, you're going to go a long way in this, my friend. <laughs> we are going to begin with round one. Christine Rose, Hello. your question, please. Lots of people had imaginary friends. I, I know I did, and I always enjoy hearing about them. So my question is, have you ever had an imaginary friend, and what was their name? It's tempting just to say no. That would be so quick. <laughs> no, it was normal. That's normal. Yeah, well, that's, no. I said it to my friend once, and she went, no, I had real friends. And I was like, oh, I was poor. Did you imagine a human, or did you imagine something a bit sort of out of the box? No, they were definitely human, but I was very much an early adopter of... Um, no, there wasn't really any gender involved. Oh, non-binary imagine. non-binary. Uh, imaginary they non-binary <laughs> and, yeah, they lived in the airing cupboard outside my sister's room. Um, and their name was Neno Canan. Neno Canan? Neno Canan. Wow. My sister's are you, are, you, are you spelling that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. How big was the boiler? Was the oh, boiler in there? A lagged boiler. And, yeah. yeah, I had one of them. That thing was like, it was like a bomb. It was like, like <laughs> one of those World War One bombs that they fight. <laughs> Yeah, was it lagging protecting the boiler or was it protecting us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a bomb, but we'll put our towels on it. How big is your boiler currently, John? Ooh, That's um, let's go, if it was a TV, 18 inch. 
And if it was a boiler... 18-inch boiler. <laughs> is it flat like a TV? Because I think what you're thinking of is a radiator. <laughs> I've not, I've um, Christine, I've, I've got I've three answers it. for you. Okay, right. Um, answer number one. Um, had an imaginary girlfriend. Her name was Anita. And she worked in human resources, so she knew more than anyone that although a workplace relationship wasn't strictly against the rules, it was certainly frowned upon. Okay. Um, answer number two. Uh, yes, Gentleman Jim. Love it. Uh, answer number three. Professor Tickle, the amorous octopus. See, I hope that's real. <laughs> I think they're all real. They're all real. Are they all real? <laughs> they're all real imaginary. You know me best out of everybody, right? Yeah. You should be able to get mine out, I thought. Um, I don't know, Richard. I'm thinking maybe yours is Anita. Okay. Listen, if you want to go for that, absolutely. Listen, it's, uh, it's your career, love. <laughs> no, I think, it might someone... be, I think it might be John now. And oh, Professor yeah. Tickle the Amorous Octopus. No, Professor Tickle Richard. Gentleman Jim is Jeremy. Jeremy, yeah. So you're happy that someone would, their imaginary friend would be called Jim, if their name is Jeremy? Well, um, <laughs> I don't know. A very imaginative child. Shows a little lack of imagination, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> well, my sister's imaginary friend was called David Nonisnoll. She had David Nonisnoll <laughs> on The Cooking Lady. And The David Cooking Nol Lady, was, we reckon, was basically from the dinner ladies at school. So, you know... They don't always, if they're real, they don't always. I mean, I don't know where David Nonisnoll came from. It's like, what's your imaginary friend? David Pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a weird imaginary friend to have. <laughs> <laughs> With respect, I have met your sister. Well, yeah. But that's what I mean about the cooking lady was like not beyond the realms of... Gentleman right. Jim sounds genuine. Sounds real. What are you going for, please, Christine? Professor Tickle Richard. Gentleman Jim, Jeremy, Anita, John. Okay. David Nonis, not my sister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Richard Osman, your imaginary friend is please. Professor Tickle, the amorous. Op well done. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Knew it. Because uh, I thought, I bet you didn't have one. I bet you didn't have one, and you think that it would be something fantastical, but it's not. It's just someone called Jim or David. <laughs> Or Neno. <laughs> but I thought if I wrote David, I don't know. I didn't think I would be serving the format as well as I might. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for serving the format, Rick. It's a pleasure. Jeremy Flynn. Yeah. Can you please tell me who your imaginary friend was? My imaginary friend was Anita from Human Resources. <gasps> imaginary girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. That's unlucky. But you know, she That's... was. You know, she had. She had a big heart. She had a big, big old heart. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> What kind I of company did she work for? Uh, just sort of, you know, sort of NHS admin office. <laughs> oh, like, like outsourced? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just house NHS. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Which means that uh, John Kearns, and of all of these, uh, John, was yours real? No. Oh. oh. Didn't I? I uh, imagined an imaginary friend. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm going to give a bonus point, and I am going to give it to uh, to Jeremy. Not yeah. not pity, Flynn. Not pity. Uh, it's all about the fact that you're the only one who had a literal backstory for your imaginary friend. A little colour. Come on. With respect, I had a backstory for mine as well. I just didn't. I chose not to write it down. Uh, yeah, same here. Also, I'm not going around calling everyone a gentleman, but you didn't ask any questions about it. Yeah. Also, how did how did how did an octopus? Get a professorship. There's a, <laughs> um, there's, there's a big hinterland there, Mark. You are. You, do you know what? You're totally right, Rich. Jeremy, I'm not giving you a bonus oh, point anymore <laughs> for having a backstory <laughs> for Anita. I'm giving you a bonus point for yeah. being the only one to be fucking bothered to write it. Thank what you. Was, <laughs> Jeremy Flynn. At the end of round one, Christine Rose gets a point. Jeremy Flynn gets a point. John Kearns and Richard Osman, zero points. Flynn um, can I have your question, please? If you can make your burp smell like anything, what would you make your burps smell like? Can you just, uh, can you repeat your question again? I just liked the uh, second pronunciation of burp. <laughs> if you can make your burps, burps. smell like anything, <laughs> you make your burps smell like. How many R's are we having in burp there? Minimum of three. Minimum of three. Right, right. Can I just say thank you for making it burp, not fart? I, you know, I had some deep, some deep questions, but you know, felt like this one, a real leveler. And have you got, um, have you got an answer yourself? Like, have you got like a desire? Your you, you, you go-to is to think of you know some of your favourite smells. I would, I think I would settle on petrol. Oh, lovely! Mm. There's a way you can make that happen. Um, I've got three answers for you, Jeremy. Good. Um, Answer number one is my favourite scent, which is the smell of the inside of a laundrette. Oh, Oh, wow. Um, Answer number two, church at Advent. (laughs) Church at Advent. Wow. Um, and answer number three, your mum. <laughs> wow. I mean, we've got a range here, haven't we? Yeah, a whole... I'm, I'm trying to think of how different a church smells at Advent compared to the rest of the year. Um, slightly more uh, to steal from James Acaster, Chris Dingley. Chris Dingley, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no, Advent. Yeah, I'm thinking of Easter. Forgive me. Uh, no, you hadn't, you hadn't said anything before you'd said that, Richard, so we wouldn't have known. <laughs> well, uh, let's, not, you know, let's not get bogged down. Let's not get bogged down in the detail. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Rich, Rich could just, be playing... Rich we start playing double bluff there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Richard knows what he's doing. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe it's, a, maybe it's a double bluff. Uh, Oscar, Easter or Adler, Oscar, I don't know. Oscar double bluff. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um, my my mum smells like whiskey and fags, so that is uh, fairly standard. That's what my burp smell like anyway. I don't think it's a double bluff. I think Osman's gone for for church at any time of year, Advent or Easter. Uh, I think John's gone for my mum. Not for the first time, John. Thank you. Thanks. This is really nice. And Christina's um, gone. Laundrette. The laundrette, which is, to be fair, it's got to be top ten smells. Laundrette, top ten, up there with a the hardware store. Okay. 
Uh, Christine Rose, what would you like your burps to smell of, please? My favourite smell, which is the inside of a laundrette. <laughs> oh. It's great. Oh, it's very great. Good. It is really lovely. Smell, isn't it? Really lovely. Every really time you lovely. walk past one and the door comes open, you're like, oh. Mm, mm. Yeah, look beautiful. Jeremy, you've got yeah. one point. Well Thank done. you. Well done. It's all about Advent or your mum. Yeah, the classic conundrum. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> Richard Osman. Well, listen, I've produced many TV quiz shows, and so I'm the last person who, who should have accidentally given away what my answer was. <laughs> and I was the last person I said. Oh, the double bluff. I knew he said your mum. Mum. You knew that, Christine. I had Richard Osman written all over it. <laughs> I mean, like a stick of rock, right? <laughs> right through Jeremy's mum. Oh, um, I didn't know you'd be so deviant. Woman. So he does not smell of whiskey and uh, tobacco, by the way. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. She's a big fan. I know she'll enjoy this moment. <laughs> she smells of lavender and honeysuckle. She's an absolutely delightful woman. Oh, we went straight into pointless mode then. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Just like that. Um, uh, hold on, hold on. Oh, daytime uh, Richard came out. <laughs> John Kearns, so you, yeah. went, you want your burps to smell of... A church at Advent. You asked the question. I thought about <laughs> it. Uh, went through, wrote down about three, and then went for that one. Can I raise an issue with you, John? Okay, yep. which is, in public, it's seen to be rude to burp. If your burp smelt of a church at Advent, I think a lot of people would be saying to you, oh, you couldn't mind burping in my face, could you, John? Just <laughs> <laughs> it was a little burp. Yeah, I just want to feel Christmassy. Can't poke and everything. Just say, come on, mate. Well, so I, I sit on uh, Oxford Street. Oh. I kind of oh. lay over. I lay over your knees. Hold on a minute. You, you, you slap my. <laughs> you, you slap yeah. my back. Escalated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You slap my back, and then just as I'm about to burp, you. I spin round, and I just, you know. Yeah. I do it. Oh, I'm I'm mean, listen. It's either that or do live at the Apollo. It's one or the other, isn't it? <laughs> Well, I've turned down, uh, no, no, I haven't, but uh, <laughs> either way. Um, Jeremy Flynn, you get one point from that yeah, round. I'm gutted I fell, I fell for it, but, you know, we're learning. Sorry. I'm here, no, no, I'm here to learn, I'm here to learn. And the thing is, um, I am going to give uh, my bonus point, I'm going to give one uh, to Rich, because that's what he gave your mum. Richard that's Osman, this is really one great. Bonus point. <laughs> this has been a this has been a really good sort of twenty minutes of my life. <laughs> I get the feeling, Jeremy, your mum is actually going to watch this. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't do yeah. much. I don't do Jeremy, much. What's, what's your mum called? Uh, my mum's called Viv. <laughs> I, because because I never asked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Great. You, you know what? You don't sometimes do you when you're in a hurry. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. Let's all say hello to Viv. Yeah. Hi, Viv. Hi, mum. You seem to have a delightful son as well. So sorry, about, sorry about Richard Osman giving it all that about. <laughs> what? Giving it all that about your mum's spending of lavender and honeysuckle <laughs> and having a lovely son? Because that's all I said. Yeah, Anything else in your mind? Jeremy, you don't understand, obviously, how powerful Richard Osman is. He's doing the edit of this. Yeah, he's he is. He's, cutting, he's already had this cut out. He's already texting the producer. Uh, <laughs> I'm making it up. <laughs> And the scores at the moment, Christy Rhodes has one point. Richard Osman has one point. John Kearns has zero points. And Jeremy Flynn in the lead with two 
points. Uh, Kearns, uh, you need to get off uh, off the floor. You need yeah. to get off the mark now. Can I say, Mark, you just forgot a word there. And the word was literally your name. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> get off the mark. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that was the last thing I said to Jeremy's mum before lockdown. Um, okay. Mark, that's terrible. Poor old Val. Viv. 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 Richard. This is just not how I imagined this day going. John Kearns, round three. Your question, please. What is the name of your favourite pub? Mr Kearns, do you have a favourite pub? (sighs) Yeah, it's... um... It's a tricky question, I think, because obviously a favourite depends on what mood you're in. But uh, I'm going to go with the Duke's Head. Uh, you know, I like places where skullduggery can happen. You know, little mm. little cubby little cubby holes, and uh, you know, little places where you can squirrel away and, and oh, uh, nooks. The... <laughs> and crannies as well. Are there crannies? Crannies. crannies. An alcove. <gasps> Bloody please. hell! Yes, please. Look, uh, yeah, would you, would you um, dead ends? Cul de sacs. I love a cul de sac <laughs> in a pub. I've got three answers for you. Three pub names. Okay, this is so uh, they could be made up as well. That's what people are forgetting about this pub. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, this is. The Wink and Nudge. It's one of those cocktail bars where you have to ring a bell and the guy comes out and sits you at a table. Real VIP shit. Answer number two. Richard Osman's Late Night Discotheque and Sauna. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Answer... Can I change my answer? (laughs) Answer number three. What's a pub? I heard they used to have them years ago. My favourite drinking establishment name is an English-themed one I saw in Italy called Jonathan Pub. (laughs) (laughs) We can nudge. I think that's real, that place, because um, there's a place in Soho called Bob Bob Ricard where you can press mm. a bottle for oh, champagne. Yeah. Love that place. So, so I think, I think we can Nudge exists. It's quite a straight bat answer. It's someone genuinely wanting me to know this thing exists. The Richard Osman discotheque and sauna. It could be the man himself. <laughs> I would, with respect, I would call it sauna and discotheque, but that's just my lifestyle. <laughs> I think Richard loves the idea of a disco in a sauna. I mean, with his John- name over it. God bless you and good luck. Richard Osman, <laughs> late night discotheque and sauna. Wetty. You think it's Richard Osman? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, he's trying. Yeah, completely. He's completely trying to. Uh, he's com- it's the double bluff. Yeah. Thank you, Mate. Jeremy. And also, yeah. I, can I, for the record, say I thought it was disgusting what he said about your yeah, mother. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate, no, I appreciate that. No, I appreciate that. That's nice. Cause... I think, I think uh, with respect, Jeremy, I don't think you've been to Italy. With respect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you've been on a plane. With the greatest of respects. <laughs> 
Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. Also, we can nudge. Sounds like uh, it's in Bristol and it ain't lasted this lockdown. I'll give it that. <laughs> so I'm going to go Jeremy Wink and Nudge, Richard Osmond, Disco and Sauna, and Jonathan Pub for Christine. Just to let you know, uh, this is uh, a picture uh, proving that Jonathan Pub is real. <laughs> and that picture was sent to me by Christine Rose. So you have got one correct. I'm off the, I'm off the ground. I'm off the ground. <laughs> she would not. He's off the floor. Christine, Christine would not have played that against me because I know she's got an incredibly hot Italian boyfriend. So I know she spends a lot of time in Italy. I'd have absolutely sussed you. Yeah, is his name Jonathan? John, yeah. It is, <laughs> I met him in his It pub. is now. <laughs> it's all about, it's Richard Osman egotistical enough to call his own pub Richard Osman's discotheque and sauna. Oh yeah. Or has Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, for, yes. Jeremy Flynn. Yeah. What is the name of your favourite pub? The Wink and Nudge. Oh, oh, yes. Played this very well. Richard Fantastic. I am a huge fan of John's comedy. I really am. He's a genuinely brilliant, brilliant original thinker. I didn't know that he has such presence of mind. I didn't know he has such a steel will, because that was a double, but I mean, literally, I was trying to bluff him all five ways till Tuesday. <laughs> and he absolutely stood his ground. He oh, said, I'm not a psychologist, happy. He, was, he? he refused to be bullied. He put his kids in the car. He drove into Barnard Castle. <laughs> <laughs> very, very impressive. Do you, know the, do you know the word that got, do you know the word that threw, that, that did it for me? Okay. Disco. Because oh, I'm so old. I don't know how old you are, but yes. Yes. I, had a, I didn't know I had a tell. Was like, it was the disco. What? It was the disco. Have you ever had Sherlock Holmes on this show? Do you know? No, I haven't, actually. We should, wow. do, we should do a detective special. <laughs> and Simon, we should definitely do a detective special. That would be an amazing, an amazing episode. John Kearns, you get three out of three. Oh, I'm off the ground. I'm levitating. People around me can't believe what's going on. But you also get the opportunity to give a bonus point out. I'm, I'm desperately sorry, Jeremy. How they've talked about your mother. <laughs> no, I appreciate that, man. That means a lot. No, I'm serious. We've been so nice about that. <laughs> you called her Val. That's a man's name. Yeah. yeah. I no, do. Yeah, but... Actually, can be a girl's name. Wow. As well. John, I'm giving the you... point. I'm giving the Jeremy. Jeremy gets it. Yeah. Jeremy is getting a another point. So as we go into the fourth round. Um, Christine and Richard are on one point each. John Kearns and Jeremy Flynn are on three points each. Question four. Richard Osman, your question, please. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, here is your question from the London jury. <laughs> Imagining for a moment that houses are free, what is the first thing you would buy with a million pounds? Richard, can I ask a question? That? Yeah, of course. If I get paid for something, yeah. And, uh, you know, I've got a bit of surplus. I'll get something that lasts, so like a nice pair of shoes. Yeah. What do you treat yourself with? I like to buy a Ooh. book. That's what I like. Oh. You know? Yes. A nice, a nice meal with my friends, or if it's something for me, just a treat for me, I'll buy myself a good book. I love that. That's lovely. 
Bit more. Do you know what I want? Do you know what I want? Yeah, Jeremy. Same, I do the same. Buy a book. (laughs) Big book. Oh, lovely. They are so fun to read, aren't they? I love them. Always got them about. I'd buy a two, Richard, and then a massive handbag. Uh, Jeremy, (laughs) just to let you know, we can see the background that you have got bookshelves. With no fucking books on them. I, we're just redecorating. I just had them. I had to get all the mine camps off there. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. that's, that's Viv. <laughs> 36. I live, I live with my mum. Um, we got months ago. Three answers for you. Okay. Answer number one I'd get a penis reduction or I'd blow it all on a week's big shop in Whole Foods. Yeah. Um, answer number two, um, I would build a replica of the tipping point machine and practice my timing as no one on that show does it how I want them to. Best TV game show on weekday afternoons. Correct. Um, answer Correct. number three, Pope Mobile. Pope Mobile. Pope Mobile. Pope Mobile. All right. Oh. It's harder when you're having to guess, isn't it? Isn't it? That's the format, I suppose. <laughs> the penis reduction, I mean, that's got, with respect, that's got Christine Rose written all over it. Because it's, uh, it's, got the old, it's got a little swerve at the beginning there. And Whole Foods is a Christine Rose reference. But wouldn't Hope I no. know that, Rich? Wouldn't I know that you would think that? But then I would know that you would know that, wouldn't I? And you would know that I would know that you would know that. Okay? So suddenly... <laughs> this is horrible. This is horrible. In fact, so. What was the long one, Mark? <laughs> the penis reduction. There um, you go. Uh, I would build a replica of the tipping point machine. That's Jeremy, I think, because because only because Val was such a big fan. So we would have to stop. Uh, and whenever Ben Shepherd turned up. Um, so I think that's Jeremy. And Pokemobile, I think, is... John, so I would say Christine penis reduction. I've never said this before. Christine penis <laughs> reduction, Jeremy tipping points, John Pokemobile. Yeah. Jeremy Flynn, what is the best quiz show on daytime on TV, please? Well, hold on a minute. <laughs> I'm a big fan of tipping point. I, I make no bones about it. I had preempted the, the Oddsman double bluff, you see, and I thought this was going to be a, a fucking clever little, whoa, mind bender. But I didn't take into account the fact that this was Richard's question, so it's point clever. I was like, he never they think he was him mugging it off, like making you think. So Jeremy, you you were trying to convince me that I had given that answer. Yeah, that's what I was just trying to do. Yeah. Written all over It's an easy mistake to make. Uh, Richard Osborne, you have got one point. Uh, John Kearns, what are you buying with a million pound, please, mate? I'm buying a Pokemobile. Oh, fuck, come on. It. And Christine Rose uh, is having a penis reduction. I didn't say mine. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan's. Got to be Jonathan's. Jonathan's. How did he get it on the plane back? <laughs> <laughs> Rich, you got, uh, you got three points there. That's the right result. 
You got three points, uh, which means like he's good a... at fucking quizzes. <laughs> you can give a bonus point now. You can give a bonus point okay. to any of those. I would love three. to. I thought honestly, the best answer by a mile was Christine Rose. I really, I just adored it. I thought, so you know... Like Richard, this is like when I went on um, All Star Family Fortunes and we came last. <laughs> if you haven't seen Christine Rose on All Star Family Fortunes, it's so of... embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Who's family? Who was, your, but that's who was, was it Vernon or Les? It was, it was Vernon, and the best thing about it, it was yeah. it was the celebrity one, and I was on as a friend. I was on as a friend, but because it's called Family Fortunes, people forget that people have friends on, and so I was on with Stephen K. Amos, and so it was, hit, and he's got like six brothers and sisters, so it was him, all his brothers and sisters, and then me on the end. <laughs> I mean, and everyone's like, and Babe Vernon's like, what's happening here? <laughs> <laughs> what relative is she of this family? We are going into the right final round proper. Uh, the scores, Christy Mose, two points. Thank uh, you, Richard. <laughs> John Kearns, Jeremy Flynn, three points. Richard Osman, four points. The final round is quite simple. Uh, if you fool me, you get a point. And my question is, who is the most famous person in your phone book. What are the points in this round, Mark? We get points for fooling you. Sometimes <laughs> I put like, I make the points worth more than one to give it a sense of extra jeopardy at the end. Gotcha. So if I made the points three points, then uh, Christine could win. Yeah. Ooh. We'll do it like that, that right? Sounds like a good idea. So if you fool no, me. I like no. double money on family fortunes. That's not, that's not how you do a format. <laughs> Should I not do a format like that? Just keep it with one point? Yeah, I mean, you, you've got to. And then the people who've put the work in, you know, have, there's some jeopardy hey, at stake. Hey, hey, oh. we all put work in, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> Successful work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going three points. No, I'm going. This is a three-pointer. This is... Uh, Don't this listen is... to him, Mark. It's your show. Thank you. Yeah. I am going three-pointer if you fool me. Richard Osman, can I have... Hold oh, on one second. I'm just on the phone to ITV. <laughs> no, have to be three points in the final. Yeah. Okay. All right, mate. All right. Yeah, I'll tell him. I'll tell him. Yeah, if you tell Bradley Walsh, brilliant. Thank you, mate. It's a no. It's a no from ITV. <laughs> um, Richard Osmond, do you have four answers, please? I do have four um, answers. Yeah. Who is the most famous person in your phone book? Here are the answers I have. Um, the Dalai Lama. He's a good laugh in the WhatsApp groups. To be fair. Uh, Jeremy Flynn's mum, Val. The fuck? <laughs> um, Ellie Goulding. And apart from comedians, a celebrity barber who was in charge of Robert Downey Jr.'s goatee for Iron Man 2. Oh, okay. So I am going for uh, the Dalai Lama. Jeremy Flynn. I am going for Eddie Goulding, Christine Rose. I am going for the barber in charge of Robert Downey Jr.'s beard. I'm going John Kearns. And for um, uh, <laughs> Jeremy Flynn's mum, Val, I'm going Richard Osman. Those are my four guesses. You sure? Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. Would you like to go to a break? <laughs> oh, yes, yes! <laughs>
<laughs> after the break, after the break, you get one more chance to reconsider. You look at your answers up on the board, they're really big. So you'll see our four faces, and you really, really be thinking. And we come back after the break, and Ben Shepherd would say, Do you want to lock those answers in? Ben Shepherd. He knows what he's this doing. Is like quiz. This is like he's quiz. This is like now, quiz. <laughs> all smoke and mirrors, all smoke and mirrors. So we'll no, say, it's, all bu- it's all bullshit, Jeremy. It's all, it's all about money. It's all about money. Fuck me. Rich, we're back from the ad break. I've seen them on the big screen. So Mark, we're back from the ad break. Lovely to have you here. Mark from Bristol is with us. He's a gardener. Mark, you've got £45,000 up for grabs. For £45,000. Mark. Slow, in it? Slow pace. <laughs> Mate. They've commissioned us to do an hour. It's an ITV hour, all right? <laughs> Four months last. I'm going to take 38 minutes. I don't, I don't so know how it uh, Richard, Mark Olver asked you, who's the most famous person in your phone book? Who's uh, predicted, you said, Jeremy Flynn's mum, Val, uh, as a back reference to some of the stuff you were doing earlier? Um, <laughs> oh, which other people, other people I thought took in a slightly dodgy direction, but I'm just a fan of her as a, as a, as a mother and a woman. <laughs> Uh, did you say Val? I did, yes, I did yeah. say Val. Point to Mark. Jeremy. Yeah. Flynn. Uh, Mark Costa, who's the most famous person in your phone book? Dalai Lama, yeah. Uh, oh! Why did you were going to guess I could Mark, have something better. you are halfway to £45,000. You said that John said Robert Downey Jr. And Christine said Eddie Goulding. We all wish you the very, very best of luck. It's been a hell of a show. You've been terrific right from the beginning. You deserve this. Okay, mate, we're going to find out. You ready? Christine Rose, uh, is he frozen? (laughs) Technically, Richard, you're the host, so you could wrap up the show. (laughs) Great. Mark, thank you so much. Well, see you next week. <laughs> Mark Oliver from Bristol there. I would like to thank my... Uh, my <laughs> Rose, thank you He's Bristol. got it! He's got he, it! He, it was his plan all along to get this. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Flynn. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank uh, you. John Cairns. Thank you, John, so much. It's a fun way to end it. Shall we end it? Oh, yeah, we can hear you, man. Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 Oh, I mean... Uh, and I've got help from Matt Ewins as well. The laptop broke. <laughs> Richard, I was just about to win £45,000. Uh, I don't know if you if you heard what happened, but literally, as Richard went, Mark Holder, for £45,000, my laptop just lost battery completely. <laughs> and I went... No! I started giggling to myself because it was the perfect time for it to go, but I knew that it would just have absolutely no purpose for the show. Do you want me to recreate it, Mark? Christine Rose, who's the most famous name on your phone? It is a celebrity barber that was in charge of Robert Downey. Absolutely gutting. John, we've got to complete the Who's the most famous name on your phone? She doesn't know I've got it. It's Ellie Golding. Ellie Golding, John. Mark, I'm so sorry. 
are absolutely uh, devastating. But that does mean that John and Christine both fooled me. And yeah. um, so uh, the final score, because it was three points to fool me, in third, in third, fourth place is Jeremy Flynn. Uh, in third place is Richard Osman <laughs> with four points. Christine Rose with five points. And weirdly, <laughs> and no one saw this coming, the winner of this episode of Who Said That with six points is Mr. John Kearns. Thank you very much for playing who said that Kearns is already getting himself uh, packed away as we're saying goodbye. Uh, thank you very much, Christine Rose. Thank you very much, Richard Osmond. Thank you very much, Jeremy Flynn. And the winner of this episode of Who Said That? The Magnificent Mr. John Kearns. Thank you very much for watching. Goodbye. Thanks very much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, then please do subscribe so you don't miss out on any of our episodes. And feel free to give us five stars. Coming up next time will be Desiree Birch, Sean McLaughlin, Ruth Bratt and Jess Davis.